0: Good evening, everyone. My name is Pastor Gloria Boyce, and I want to welcome you all to the Billion Year Consciousness Expansion. We're going to have a Holy Ghost wonderful time in the Lord. This evening, we're talking about the fact that all life is a matter of choices or life is a matter of choices. Now lately I've been taking you down a road that is a kind of a hard pill to swallow. I'm asking you not to pray to God for things, not to pray for things, but to let the things that are in you come out. Now that's a hard concept because it's a total reversal for how you've been led to pray, to beg God for this, beseech this, but the things are already in you. So, this whole new range of teaching is to me to guide you how to get what's inside of you out so that you can see the expression of it, so you can see it manifest. It's already in you, but how do we get it out? So, this teaching is all about that. And because of that, I may be going back over something that I've done before with a different angle or a different emph- emphasis. Now, anytime you have a new concept, a new idea, a new uh, way of looking at things, it's not really new. It's the same thing, just presented to you a little differently. It takes a minute to break your pattern of thinking. That is why the podcast is so unique. If you could listen to it more than once listen to it over i i guarantee you every time you listen to it you're gonna pick up a little something and a little something and a little something that you didn't quite get in the first in the first round so listen to the podcast over and over share it with whoever you like all right so today i'm looking for three readers all taken from john john five verses twenty seven to thirty. John 14, verses 8 to 10, and John 15, 5 to 8. Alright, so this evening we're talking about all life is a matter of choices. Before we get started, let me give a little preamble. We are self-complete through God. Hear me? Listen carefully because I'm moving you guys down a trajectory that is a little different to what you were used to. It's some habits that we adapt. When you look at the word of God, the word of God is the same, it's truth. But somehow we adapt that different habit. So we have to go back to the scripture, go back to grassroots. Alright, so we are self-complete through God. We are not and will never be complete because of any effort on our part ever made toward being good or being spiritual hear me? this is a hard spill to swallow but listen carefully we are self complete through God we are not and we will never be complete because of any effort we have ever made towards being good or being spiritual our completeness is in God this is in accordance with the teaching of the master Jesus Christ the master Christ Jesus where he said I can of my own self do nothing the father that dwelleth in me he doeth the works and then he went on to say why callest thou me good there is none good but one, that is God. My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Well, the same principle that Jesus adapts is the same principle that is applied to you today. In other words, All of the power of Jesus was really the power of the Christ made evident through Jesus. And that's the same power. The power of the Christ is going to be made evident through you. Remember that. In and of yourself, you are nothing except that God be the reality of our being. Christ is our true identity and in Christ we are fulfilled in all our completeness so we draw on our Christhood for anything to the extent of our realization of this truth John 15 and 4 says as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can we expect except you abide in me as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself you cannot do anything without the God in you except it abide in the vine no more can you accept you abide in me alright so That's my preamble. We will go to the readers and then we will get on with today's lessons. Remember, I'm taking you back to grassroots to build you up. I know what I'm telling you. I am telling you because I know how my life is being lived and how my life is progressing and I know what I'm seeing. So bear with me and I guarantee you're going to see a greater fulfillment in your life. You're going to have the capacity to help so many other people. All right. Let's go to the first reader.
1: And at giving him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of God. Marvel not at this. For the hour is coming in which... All that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation I can of mine own self do nothing as I hear I judge and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will for the will of the father which has sent me
0: praise be to god next reader
1: philip said unto him lord show us the father and it sufficeth us jesus said unto him have i been for a long time with you and yet hast thou not known me philip he that had seen me had seen the father And how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Here under the portion of reading.
0: Praise be to God. Next reader.
1: I am the vine. We are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abideth not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. If ye abide in me and my word abide in him ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you hearing if my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples the word of the Lord
0: praise be to God think of a tree with its trunk and its root system deep down in the earth And then think of the branches on the tree. The tree has a root system which draws into it the food from the earth. It has a distribution system that sends that food up to the trunk out onto the branches. There's a, a catalytic agent that turns the sun and the air and the water into some kind of an essence that feeds the branches and later becomes the fruit. Now, for a moment, think of yourself as a branch or think of ourselves as branches and realize how we are being fed through the trunk or the from the earth as a human being we are not partaking of that divine substance we are a branch cut off from the trunk of a tree as a human being it would appear that each of us is a separate unit walking around in space none of us attached to the other none of us at one with the other and certainly no sign of any god feeding supporting maintaining or supplying us just ourselves lone branches suspended in space attached to nothing and to outward appearance separate beings that is the human picture If we use this illustration of the vine, however, we begin to perceive that although there seems to be a sense of separation, actually there is none. There are not tree roots, trunk, branches. There's only one. In other words, the word tree means Branches, trunk and roots It does not mean just branches We do not consider branches as the tree Or the trunk of a tree Or as the tree Or the roots as the tree But when they are all assembled into one Then we call that a tree You understand me? In other words, the word tree means branches, trunk, and roots. It does not mean just branches. We do not consider branches as the tree, or the trunk of a tree as the tree, or the roots as the tree. But when they are all assembled into one, then we call that a tree. Moreover, the life that flows through the roots into the trunk or the vine, and then out onto the branches is the same life that later appears as blossoms and fruit. True, the branches and the trunk are visible. But we have to go beyond the visible in order to understand that there are roots. And two, there is the earth in which these roots are embedded. And it is through these roots that the minerals, the moisture, and the sunshines that penetrate the earth are being drawn into the trunk. And out into the branches by that which can never be seen, the infinite invisible which permeates all being. At this moment, we are the branch that is visible, but we are one with the vine, connected to this vine, Christ of our being. The connecting link with the Father, which is the tree experience, experience, would be the life through which the tree draws its substance or oh, substance. Are, are you following me? I hope I'm not confusing you with this, with this tree, but I thought the tree is a good symbolism because of how complex it it draws nutrients into it. Surgery from head to foot will never reveal the Christ of your being. It cannot because it is not physical. It would be as difficult to see it as it would be to take a seed and dissect it and attempt to find life in it. The life is not in the seed and no one will find it there. The seed is embedded in life and life flows in and out of the seed and around the seed and through it always there is a dominant state but always invisible. Suppose we look at the seed and refused to plant it because we could not see that there is an invisible life force in that piece of inanimate matter the seed then would remain a seed forever but there is a life that acts upon the seed in and through it causing it to break open to form and to take root. There is an invisible life that does that. It is called nature. But nobody knows any more about the operation of nature than he knows about that of God. We simply take on faith the truth that there is life working in the seed and that that life will appear outwardly as a plant. How readily we accept what we see in nature as having its source in what is not visible. How simple this is to understand. Why are we not as willing to accept the truth that as branches of the tree of life we are not self-sustaining? why do we continue to think of ourselves as separate human beings each one dependent upon himself for his wisdom for his supply, for his understanding and intelligence even for the health and strength of his body why do we never once think of this universal life flowing as an invisible bond into and through each of us and realize that it's this life force that appears as the fulfillment of our life. With all this life pouring through us, we can do nothing. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit Not a little, and not that we beg for it, not that we plead for it, not that we get on our knees and wonder why it is being kept from us. God is glorified in that we bring forth much fruit. That glory cannot come, however, unless we can see that it is not our wisdom that produces it, nor our strength, nor our understanding, nor our learning, not even our business acumen, our ability in the world of economics and politics, but rather that whatever of good comes into our experience is the fruit of that eternal life. We do not beg for that. We do not plead for it. We do not pray for it. We open ourselves to its flow. If we have to continuous realization that the life that flows through the vine into us is flowing through every individual, we will find that tie will quickly bring you into oneness With whatever is necessary for you, can you not see that you would need? You need not have to no concern for your for your welfare, or even if you were out on the desert or the mid-ocean alone, you don't have to be concerned. Has anyone who has the conscious realization of his oneness with God ever feared, doubted mistrusted or had worries or concern if you are consciously if you could consciously realize your oneness with God can you not see that you could drop all concerns for the rest of your life it's only in the absence of your conscious oneness with God that you can fear but it is a very foolish thing to say to anyone oh don't fear give up your fear who can stop fearing as long as he think of himself as separate and apart from all other people and separate and apart from God It is not true that every anxious thought you have or ever had every doubtful thought and every fearful thought have been based on the belief that the outer part of you is all there is all there is of your being and that you had nothing to turn to except this finite being for your good and that you know what you wanted, but did not know how to get it. In other words, does not every problem stand from a sense of separation from God? How gloriously could the great teaching of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when He says, take no thought for your life, be fulfilled, If at this moment you could accept the truth that the visible part of you is connected with an invisible link called the Christ and that the invisible link is completely one with the Father so that all that the Father has is flowing to you, the branch, through your Christhood. The branch then will not go out and try to get fruit no every branch brings forth fruit from within itself Jesus Lord hear me somebody every branch bring forth fruit from within itself. from within the branch no from within itself through its contact with the vine and the God Out of the Christ of your own being flows an infinity of good. Not that you of yourself have it any more than any other branch has. But that your oneness with the Christ established in the beginning, before even the world began, is now consciously realized whereas before you thought you were a separate entity who had to attract something to yourself from the outside to pray to god and to have god demonstrate something now you see that the fruit will have to flow out from the depths of your own being and appear outwardly not come to you not to be hung on as an ornament Would be hung on a branch and not to be demonstrated not achieved accomplished by you but permitted to flow out from through the infinite nature of your Christhood self-completeness through God do you see how self-complete a tree is not by virtue of its being a tree. But because of its contact with universal life. Separate and apart from the ground, It would wither and die. Life rooted in the ground, It is a self-contained unit. Drawing onto itself everything that it needs. And producing it from the wittiness to the outward this is why all these literature and reading has used the terms within it is not that the apples are inside the tree they are not until they appear outside but the essence or substance of the apples is flowing through the branches and becoming the form which appears as apples and so it is in every area of life you do not have automobiles stored up inside of you or dollar bills or houses or companions those You do not have within you, but you have the essence and the substance of them. You have the love and the life and the truth, the spirit, the soul, and the law. All these are within you and flowing from within you. They appear outside as everything needful for your daily experience. One with your Father, you are a complete unit. One with your Father, you are self-fulfilled. Through your conscious union with God. Let me see if I can say this a different way. Suppose you have a few loaves and fishes. But you have a multitude to feed. And you have no storehouse or barns. Now what can you do? Out of your humanhood, nothing. Out of your humanhood, you'll starve. There's no alternative. But out of your Christhood, out of the depths of the infinite infinity of your own being, you can look up, bless the loaves and fishes, realizing that these are not material loaves and fishes, limited in number, but this is God's supply, and if it is God's supply, it is infinite. Then the multitudes are supplied, out of what? Your storehouse? No. No. Out of the Father, the Father, the Christhood of you is infinite. And out of it can flow whatever is necessary to your fulfillment. Out of it can flow millions of words, millions of ideas of truth. Why not millions of dollars too? Out of it can flow millions of words, millions of ideas of truth. Why not millions of dollars as well? What is the difference? The source is the same. The substance is the same. In the beginning with God. And God with spirit. And wherever you call it loaves and fishes, dollars or words of truth, everything that comes forth from the Father, and so everything must be infinite. Only... Do not put one in the category of spirit and the other in the category of matter. That is where we falter. Do not put one in the category of spirit and and the other in the category of matter. Whatever measures of Christ has touched your consciousness has opened it to great truth of the infinite nature of your being, of your self-completeness in God, and to the recognition that nothing can be added to you, and nothing can be taken from you. The more you give, the more you will have left. Pour out truth to the multitude. Only be sure that they are the multitudes who come to you, in your mountain to seek it out then as they come one by one or come as multitude give it forth in the same way that you have received it with the understanding that you are not giving anything to anyone you are revealing to them that which is within your own being if one that this truth pouring forth is the substance of your loaves and fishes of your protection of your safety and your security the fruits of the entire experience will be established for all eternity not only for three scores years and ten but for eternity you will then be the branch that bears fruit richly, self-complete in God. Now, I'm going to pause here because I think that's a mouthful. I think I uh, floor you, but we have to go back to the beginning. And we will continue on this realm. And think of the structure of the tree as the essence flowing through you that will bring forth this fruit Those essence is the right consciousness Amen, Amen, Amen alright